This podcast is produced by the Dallas Public Library and the views expressed in this series belong solely to the host and guests and are not reflective of the opinions of the City of Dallas or Dallas Public Library. Peace and blessings, everybody. Welcome to DPL Hip Hop Heads. I'm your host, Christina Angelique Gar. I'm a circulation specialist at Branch Polk Wisdom. Today is our third episode I am excited to say and to announce and our guest for the day is Salako Music. She is a reggae artist and also a natural hair expert and stylist. Hey Salako, how you doing today? Hey girl, how you doing friend? I'm good, I'm good. I'm glad to talk to you. This is my good friend Salako Music, so we're very excited to get into the topic today, but first Salako, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and your brand? I go by Salako Music. Some people know me as Dupe, um, short for Modupe. I am from Oak Cliff, South Dallas, Texas. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Born and raised. Shout out, Baylor Hospital. And um, I've been doing hair since I was like 13. For just a couple of years, no. <laughs> You've been doing hair as long as I've known you, so it's a lifetime. Yeah. I started in middle school um, doing braids and stuff. Um, I grew up as a dancer, uh, W.E. Griner, no school finer, and uh, Booker T. Washington High School for Performing Visual Arts. You did all of that in one breath. And I went to school for dance, like ballet started me off, music raised me, that's why my brand is me and music, you know what I'm saying? I know I'm not the only one, but music definitely saved my life, and dance definitely, like, grew me up, saved my life, seasoned me, hit me out in the streets, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you know, I always grew up singing in the church, I go by Salako Music, so Yoruba is my way of life, right? And Salako Adekitan is one of my names. And it means the crown will never lack authority. So in everything that I do, I'm using my creativity because that's my purpose, you know? And everything has like seasoned me just a little bit here, there, whether it's hip hop music or you know, classical music, all types. So that's me. Like, I share with people through my brand, whether it's through hair, natural hair, whether it's through just our conversations, you know, how we have conversations. You know how you have a conversation with somebody, and when you finish, you feel better. Like, ooh, that was a good conversation, you know? So I'm a gumbo pot, basically. (laughs) Okay, well, tell tell us about your uh, 
like you you as a performing artist in your band. So uh, you perform? I'm Flacco and they are the music. <laughs> and um, again, I'm a gumbo pot of many genres. You know, somebody told me uh, it was lonely out here on a one. I'm on an island, on a one-woman island, doing all these different things. But reggae is my one. Like that's my favorite to do. Mm-hmm. I got the blues, the gospel, the jazz, the R&B, the African, what they call world music. All of that is a part of me, you know. Okay. I, and I write. I I write my own music. Yes. Yes, you do. Share my hearts. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, I mean, you, what can I say? You're natural. You're great the way you do. And I really enjoy you. So let's, uh, let's get into our first, uh, topic. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about where your expertise lies, which I believe to be reggae music. And you know, I'm not as expertise the word. (laughs) As, As far as my level. (laughs) <laughs> compared to your level, yes, I would say yes. I would say yes. I would say expertise. But um, you know, if you can just educate um the listeners and me as well about um reggae and how it has influenced hip hop, because I know that it and and vice versa that both genres have crossed over side to the other side, right? And they both have a lot of uh, likenesses, <laughs> mm-hmm. I would say. Um, right, right. Uh, they're both, there's both, when I, you know, think of the comparison of um, hip hop and reggae, well, first of all, I do believe that reggae pretty much gave birth to hip hop. Uh, it did, and the, I didn't realize that. But well, I think we forget sometimes. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. But when you hear the story, when you hear the story of how DJ Cool Hurt started, you know, hip hop in his basement and he was from Jamaica, you're like, oh, okay, that's right. <laughs> yeah, you do. We do forget because we haven't had the conversations in, in a while, you know, yeah. to even talk about it uh, or remember uh, up front, out of sight, out of mind. Right. But when you break it down and you know, you listen to some old stuff and new stuff and all of that. Absolutely. Especially like the older hip hop. Yeah. New hip hop. <laughs> some, <laughs> some beats are definitely like never lost and the beat of jamming and, you know, whatever. But back then, we were so proud of our roots and we were still like, you know, Black Panthers, Black Power when hip hop came out that we definitely incorporated Jamaica and uh, uh, Africa, you know what I'm saying? And all all the different islands, you know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't never been on an island yet. But I got island in me, you know. I've been on an island. You on your own island? In, in my kitchen, but not, <laughs> not like a real island. But you never been to an island? Okay, we're gonna have that talk too later. I know. <laughs> work, work, work. Right? Yeah. So growing up as a dancer, where you really listen to music, 
like really because you're moving to the vibes and everything. So we're listening to everything and it's recycled, yeah. changed, slowed down, sped up, add this, that, you know. For me, I know reggae was a rebellion uh, against the typical music that was happening back in the 50s and 60s, you know, chewed mm-hmm. by Marley. Before they started doing reggae, they were doing doo-wop. Okay. And then, you know, the sky came along and you got the dance hall. And mm-hmm. those things are the island sound. But then you have these group of people that are like, we don't fit in. You know what I'm saying? We we love Sky. We love uh, dance hall. But, you know, it's another heartbeat, another thing that really soothes your soul and heals. And, you know what I'm saying? Those drums and mm-hmm. those sounds, like, it's not just music. It's medicine. Right. Medication. You know what I'm saying? Definitely, yeah. That medication may be one thing, but it's also another thing when it comes to those drums and the way you decide to drop that beat, that one drop, you know what I'm saying, that four, you know, that yeah, that sound, like reggae was a rebellion uh, from the Rasta man and their hair, no comb, no Babylon tools in your hair, just let it grow how it grow, you know. Mm-hmm. We form my locks a little bit more neater nowadays because of society. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Because they call us dreadful, mm-hmm. you know. So this music, reggae, it means like raggedy. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. That's how you're judging me, that reggae music. That like it's it's lesser than all these other things. Y'all right. just put something together, but really, it's the roots. And it's everybody needs to come back to the roots. Right. So, for me, you can hear the seasoning in hip-hop. Even in the music videos when we were growing up, the way that they danced back then. They still did African dance more so back then. It was, we yeah. were still so connected like guys are dancing they're doing tribal dances in these old hip-hop music videos yeah yeah because you got to think about like where hip-hop was born in new york and you know Mm -hmm. the majority of of the people there have you know diverse island and caribbean backgrounds Mm -hmm. and like cool the cool hercs and Grandmaster Flash and mm-hmm. like they were yeah. all from Jamaica or or you know their immediate family was from Jamaica so you know there was really no choice you know that's what they knew so of course it had a big influence. I feel like yeah. it was all relative because even though reggae had the root sound and you know the drums and everything it had bass and everything like that too but it's just the beat of it all right Mm -hmm. even though it had that it still talked about what they were going through right you know it it was the not to say the sad music but the real raw what's going on well i I i think of like 
protest music. Mm-hmm. You know? How, what's going on? Yeah. What's happening, how they're treating us, and how we uplift ourselves as black people. Right. The hip-hop definitely started out that way. Mm-hmm. With the comedy added in, you know? Yeah. Yeah, with comedy added in and just, you know, kind of like rebellion music, you know? Probably. But but that that was also, though, at the same time, uplifting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, there's like, um, this year's the 50th anniversary of mm-hmm. hip-hop. So mm-hmm. on a lot of, you know, the award shows and there's, there's been a lot of press and, uh, you know, just celebration of just the evolution Happy birthday, hip hop! I wanna. I should have a party, a birthday party for hip hop. Like, what actual day was hip hop born? I know. You know what? Let's look because I know I have heard the date before. Like, what day was official? Like, hip hop is now alive. And do you know? Do you even know the story? Like the what? What went on that day? No, I, I, you know, we've heard so many different things. I can't retain it all, but. Okay, so the date is August 11th. Huh. August 11th, 1973. Okay. And so the story goes, how I've heard it, is that um, Cool Herc, DJ mm-hmm. Cool Herc, you know, st- you know, started, you know, DJing, spinning records a little bit, and his sister had a party. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, he was the DJ of the party, <laughs> pretty much. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he was just, you know, doing all this spinning and scratching. And, you know, it just caught on. And from that one party, I believe it started being, you know, like a weekly thing. Mm-hmm. And so that's the day-to-day market. That yeah. Doing. Yeah. August 11th. August 11th. So we definitely. It's coming up. I know I gotta find me like a tracksuit and outfit. Yeah, <laughs> I think I'm gonna take it back to like maybe TLC days. Ooh, and what about your friend? You know, was that hip hop? Was that hip hop? I feel like it was in the culture. Of- yeah, yeah. You know, they, TLC was like the first group that you know was like I don't want to say. They were definitely weren't masculine, mm-hmm. but you know they had the baggy pants, the you oh, know the, the oversized clothes, and for a girl to have that on, that was the first time that we saw that. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh yeah, that I like that. I like that look because <laughs> we were. I mean, we were dressing like that before TLC, but. We yeah, to dress like it more in their extravagant way. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah, because I know I was a, a wearing cross a, colors and I ran away <laughs> kind of girl. You know? Yeah, right. Cross colors, man. Take <laughs> Remember cross colors outfits of mine. <laughs> you know, but. And I mean, as a dancer, we definitely kept up with the style of the culture of hip hop. Yeah. I mean, we were wearing Aaliyah 
suspenders with the baggy right. things and Definitely. the boxer showing with your mid dripped out. Definitely. And your bandana. I remember yeah. I, I tried to put my pants on backwards like crisscross, but it, it wasn't working. It wasn't working for me. Y'all ain't able. <laughs> uh, right. And I, I definitely was not able. <laughs> kind of even. So, you know, it don't matter. Now I'm bigger today because, you know. <laughs> if you know, you know, right. But, yeah. Well, you know, and, and since we're, you know, talking about style now, let's go ahead and talk about how another, um, uh, you know, very pertinent and important part of, you know, culture and even black culture, natural hair has influenced pop. Well. I feel like now more than ever. Now more than ever. But when you really think about it, even all the way back. Then, yeah, you're right. Because, right. I mean, think about the guy's haircut. I know. I think about Buster. You know, our two-layered uh, uh, hairstyles with the crinkles and the bangs. <laughs> the mushroom. Yeah, and my sister had that. I, I didn't get to. The most that I got to uh, growing up enjoy, like, the hip-hop hairstyles was like with my box braids. You know what I'm saying? I didn't get into all the cuts and stuff because as a dancer, I had to wear my hair back in a bun and that was part of my grade. Oh, okay. Serious. So, Mm -hmm. but I did get into the poetic justice and the don't walk away braids. You know, who was that? (laughs) Uh, What was that? Uh, Um, Jay. Yeah. Jay. Yeah, poetic justice braids. Right? Oh, yeah. Um, that was a Jay, must. That was a must. After, after Absolutely. I did Dookie Bray ponytails for people and yeah. Bob, you know, hairstyles. That, that was our hip-hop. Like, you know, you, you put your hair on or do your hair, because some people do put it on, according to how you going to move. You wear a ponytail if y'all doing these kind of things. You know what I'm saying? I know they can't see me, but <laughs> for if you're doing a particular kind of dance, if you're like doing the walk, your hair, doing the walk, you know, you know what I'm you saying? Have ponytail. You don't want to put your hair in a hairstyle that's gonna get messed up. Yeah. If you're presenting it as a whole performance when it comes to hip hop, and you know, you can't, yeah. you can't be. On the stage, looking like old girl was on the BT Awards when she was performing with Busta, and I—I I don't know who that was. No shade to whoever that was. And what but happened? She just had her hair like in in her face. You know, ne- I never saw her face. Face. It was like get the get the. Uh, uh, it was a song where she came out and she had on like some type of beige outfit with the sheep coat vest. Ooh. Had long hair. I think I missed that. They were doing the Buster uh the Busta tribute. tribute. And she oh, I'm came gonna have to look to see. Like like, oh, get the bus back. Get oh, the bus. okay. And I'm like, is she ever gonna move her hair? Was it Rod Nickel? I well, no, I know you know it wasn't. It wasn't you know it wasn't okay. Rod. I know, I, okay. Sorry, I know sorry. Her voice, even if I don't see her face. <laughs> right, right, right. Nah. I, I knew Rod. better than that. I knew Rod better than that. Oh no! I'm gonna have to look back and see who that is. I think I missed that. She never. Right. Maybe the, if I mean if you're looking for the "Don't look at my face" look, then 
But that and that's also a hip hop thing too. People, the younger people like their hair and their face nowadays. Yeah, most okay. of my clients. Let's go back a minute though. Mm-hmm. So, do you think you know in poetic justice, of course, Janet Jackson had the the, the Dookie braids? Is mm-hmm. that what we call them, Dookie braids? Mm-hmm. Is that the like the first time you can remember? No. What's 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 like the first artist that you can well female artist because like when I think Patra Patra okay <laughs> okay what I Patra I, you remember Patra of course oh okay I was like ooh oh, he bad <laughs> we all was like winding it up like Patra wearing our braids in the front of our head. So it can fall in front of your face. Yeah. yeah. I remember being like, ooh, she doing them, she doing them, uh, them bad dances. <laughs> I'm a Scorpio. <laughs> but, okay, so yeah. I can't think of anybody was uh, Sister Nancy uh, wearing braids like that too, yeah. Sister Nancy wore braids like that. Um, it was definitely an island thing. Yeah. You know? Or you mean like as far as hip hop or, you know, um, like who who was doing it before Janet? Yeah. I can't think of. How, uh, maybe, maybe Queen Latifah. Maybe Roxanne. Queen Latifah. Maybe. Was Queen Latifah before Janet though? I know Janet well, wasn't necessarily hip hop, but yeah, but I mean, I would include her. Poetic justice is hip hop, so I mean, yeah. you know, so but but I'm thinking, I'm trying to think like I don't, I can't remember. I I think when Latifah didn't have the you know the hat on, I she think she friends. may have had you know some yeah. kind of like you know updo mm-hmm. or something with you know. She was that was great or something, I think. Um, did uh, Roxanne uh, Shantae? Maybe, maybe. I mean, she did wear a ponytail a lot because that was a thing, too. Okay. A uh, high ponytail that you whip. Yeah. Get your hair high comb. Yeah. And <laughs> if your mama did it right. <laughs> yeah. And then you got to think like there was two. Remember, there was two Roxanne. So it's like, I always get them mixed up. Roxanne Shantae. Yeah, but I'm not sure. Like when I think of, I just remember one picture of her. She she wore, but I'm not sure which one it was. Nah, the one that I'm talking about is the one that they did that special on, uh, to tell her story because her story had been told. Right, she was before MC Light and she was before you know the Yo Yos and all of them. Yeah, maybe whatever happened and she didn't get to stay in the game. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well yo 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 wore I mean uh Key Lolo. Key Lolo, she always had her hair. Yeah, yo yo Like as far as guys, Buster always had the crazy dress. Baby. I like Buster back then too. I like Buster I like Buster's dreaded Buster. He was a stick. Yes, that was another reason why I liked him. 
He was a stick with big juicy lips. Oh, lanky stick dreads. Can I cuss? Am I allowed to say cuss words? No, ma'am. <laughs> It's Did gonna get edited out. It's gonna get. Let me watch my language. <laughs> Do we both have questions on bus? Um, oh, thank you, bus. My husband, since he gained this weight. Wait, what'd you say? We gonna be sister wives because bus is my husband oh. since he okay. gained this grown man, older man weight. <laughs> I know, right? I wish he still had dreads though. I was really upset when he cut locks. his dreads. His, oh, locks. Okay. Locks. Dreads is a dreads is a you know negative connotation. A ne- okay. Like calling us the n word. Okay. You know what I'm saying in a way because they thought our hair was dreadful. Right. Okay. Okay. So, okay. I was. I think thank you for that, reminding me. In every kind of way, from his hair to not even wearing his locks in a neat way, right? But letting him freeform mm-hmm. to uh, having the what? Well, what? Uh, if you really want to party with me, put your hands on my eyes to see. Yeah, yeah. Uh, to incorporate drums, the way. Yes. The, the African dancing around the fire. Okay, I digress. Yes, yes, you're right. You're right, you're right. Then I think about now, I think about, think, I think about Wu-Tang, because I remember ODB, rest in peace, ODB. He had, what'd you say? Shout out to ODB. Uh, rest in power, ODB. Yes, definitely. I remember he had the free-forming locks. I want to say his was more so flat. Oh, as opposed to <laughs> just, just raggedy plaids. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, just whatever was, oh, you think I look weird? Let me make myself look weirder. You think I look crazy? <laughs> Let my hip hop say something. That was, that was definitely his mindset. Because I, I will never forget the first time I saw that shimmy shimmy eye video mm-hmm. and i was like yeah what y'all and y'all gonna dance to it too and we did we did we did we absolutely danced to it gosh i miss odb so much um and even like i think that like daz effect remember daz effects mm-hmm. yeah yeah he- i don't know if they, i don't remember they were freeforming but i do remember them both having locks Nas, i want to say Freeforming was a thing back then. Mm-hmm. They didn't care about what we care about now. And, and, you know, I think I fell in line with getting locks the way that they are nowadays, with the smaller, more neater look, because of the system that we live in. And when we feel like it had to be more appropriate, or, you yeah, know, because it made us feel, you know, my first time made us feel like they weren't appropriate. Exactly. Yeah. They make you feel uncomfortable when you walk in the door. Yeah. Because my first set of locks were bigger locks. They mm-hmm. they weren't free form, but they were kind of fat. And I definitely got turned away because of my hair. So mm-hmm. back then, they were still in the rebellion. I don't care what you think about my hair. I'm going to let yeah. my hair grow how it grow. 
that was a thing back then, especially I feel like in New York and stuff. Right, right. So I was, um, I found an article about natural hair and hip hop mm-hmm. online. It, it's on the website called psychotherapy.org. Mm-hmm. I mean, it just, you know, pretty much talked about, you know, the expression our people, how they express themselves through, um, you know, through natural hair and how it affected hip hop and how everybody just, it, it, it reflected everyone's individual existence. And then it mentioned newer artists that definitely expressed themselves through their natural hair, like J. Cole, who, you know, went to the freeforming locks, which I love. Uzi Vert. Jay-Z now. And Jay-Z now, right? Like, whoever would have thought Jay-Z would have free-forming locks, right? Right. I was, initially, I was confused, but then I was like, oh, okay, I get it. Cause I, yeah, I think I get it cool. now. It's just, it's. I think it's just all about, like, I think he feels totally free. Yeah. Because no? for me, like, it's the expression of him being totally like a, free. Yeah. I, I can see that. Yeah. Because initially, I wasn't thinking, like, a, a hair, I was... Was I thinking like a hairstylist? I just know that in all of these years, we've seen Jay-Z with hair clips. And I didn't know what he was doing at first. And then I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> so somebody had sent me something. Mm. And it was like, homeless. Don't do that. Let us go out here. Yeah. And hey, I mean, that he's the epitome of locks being being appropriate because like how many business meetings has he been in in a suit with his free-forming locks like <laughs> what is appropriate so, though it's like dang you know yeah. what, I mean? what is appropriate like people say you should comb your hair before you leave the house what if my hair don't comb you know what i'm saying what's <laughs> you know because yeah. the sad part is that in the hip-hop game if he was somebody else that wasn't a billionaire, it wouldn't be appropriate. Right. They would tell them to fix their image or to change. You know what I'm saying? But when you get to a status of I am who I am and I can do what I want. Yeah. Start making trends. So now Jay-Z doing it. And he, I mean, he basically opened the door. These younger um, guys are doing it and it's recycled all over again. Yeah. And someone else that we can definitely is a game changer with, you know, expressing their natural hair is Badu. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She did some hip-hop things, too. Yeah. I mean, you know, so for me personally, before... You can... You're familiar with that from, you know, a personal standpoint? Well, I mean, I'm, I'll just say, even before I met her, like, that was our style because we were into African culture. Like, she right. was, you know... And I didn't all the way grow up in Yoruba, like, from the beginning of my life. But I have always been that, as my mom says, my strange child. And I'm like, you mean unique? No, my strange child. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, I've always, I always read books about Africa. And I always love our tribal paint and the things that we did and how we wrapped our heads because we might need to keep food in it as we travel. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Our house might be a map to where we're going. You know what I'm saying? Like, wow. we got to take our food with us across wherever we're 
migrating to so that we can plant and start over. You know what I'm saying? Oh, wow. Seeds and grains and all that kind of stuff. Hide food in our hair from Africa. Wow. It, It goes far back. And I was always, always into that. And so then when I met Erica, and I was always the outsider. I was all mm-hmm. I, was, I was never like we did that whole little dressing alike from junior high maybe to about sophomore year in high school. Well, let's dress like go get same outfits. But after a while, I was like, nah, I'm I'm gonna be the weirdo that I am because I want to wear my belt backwards. Yeah, that was my hip hop. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, I other reasons why I wanted to wear my belt backwards, but it was a really big thing. In, in my eyes already so when I met her I was 16 she hadn't come out yet and they were doing a, a skit South Dallas Cultural Center and just the way she had those braids because see people back in uh, the early hip hop days besides yo-yo I don't remember us having a lot of Millie braids I don't remember Patra having Millie braids or but cultures Deep. What are Millie braids? Millie braids are those braids that Erica used to wear. And you you see her wear them here and there nowadays, but she does more of the big hair now. But back, mm-hmm. it was like the really, really small braids, even smaller than micro braids. Oh, okay. You know, take a couple months to do. Mm-hmm. You know, how people was involved, you know. Wow. But uh, all the way down to your ankles or your calves. You know, mm-hmm. tribes were wearing their hair like this. Uh-huh. That's where she was watered from, and wherever, whatever else watered her. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So I definitely was into all of that, and when I met her, it was like confirmation. Okay, you can be you, and you don't have to worry about society. And look at society; everybody's creating all these trends in hip hop, and we follow them, and whatever you know, we feel close to. That's what we take from. And so walking down the street, you know, now I'm little Badu. Oh, well, I'm me. And even (laughs) now as a grown woman, growing up under her, I don't want to say shadow, but it is kind of a shadow because people associated, associate even to this day, me being natural. Mm -hmm. Her hair ain't been locked or not locked. You know now, or uh-huh. I, has she ever had locks? Yeah, like I mean, didn't she come out with locks? No, yeah. I feel like she came out. You know what? Maybe she. Well, did. she. Well, I mean, she came out with the head wraps, but soon after, I think she might have had locks in that video with Andre Three Thousand. Did she have locks? Yeah, I, yes. Okay, she she had them for a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so, and I, I guess I forgot I mean, that, but people associate natural either i'm lauren hill mm, how could we forget how could we leave her out right right we, we not <laughs> either i was little <laughs> lauren or i was little badu yeah I'm, I'm not even dark skin my eyes ain't even green like just let me be me because i got my own offering to give that's how i look at it but i appreciate right. the seasoning from both of them and what they were seasoned from Cause that's what I was into. Yeah. And I feel like we was all into it 
being proud still to be black. That's what we grew up in in Booker T with the Nedra P. James and the Ramona K. Jackson. Oh my, I, my um, Nedra James, I haven't heard that name in a long time. We uh, we went to the same church. She was one of my mom. She actually she sang at my mom's wedding. Hmm. My mom and dad's wedding. Yeah. Wow. I your name in a long time. What? Peace and blessings, Nedra James. Peace and blessings. She watered <laughs> all of us from the R.C. Williams to the Daniel Jones to. I obviously Mark. wasn't around her enough because I didn't end up at Booker T. Yeah. <laughs> Baby. Like. Which is one of my regrets. She could tell She, I'm telling you, she. All of us that you know that's on the music scene right now, whether it's the hip hop scene, whatever, she watered all of us. Oh, wow. Every last one of us yeah. can say her name wow. forever. Right. Absolutely. So, anybody out there that knows Miss Nitra PJ, give her a shout out, right? Yes. Show, show you. your appreciation. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's, let's, um, Move along. Well, I I did want to mention a few other like new artists that definitely express their themselves through their natural hair. Another woman that I recognize that wears braids a lot is Coyla Ray. I don't know if you're familiar with Coyla Ray. She's you know a pretty new artist, but she wears she, a lot of different braids. Did she perform on the BET Awards? She, What's her name? Coyla Ray. Uh-huh. Is she very light skinned? Yes, petite. Did she perform? Okay, so I want to say, is she the is she the artist that sings uh, "Apple Bottom Make Me Wanna Bite"? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. She performed uh, on Buster's tribute. Tribute. Okay. Because I guess that song is definitely from uh, one of his songs. It's a sample. Right. So. Okay. Uh, I I live my life and recognize. I know that from like recycled uh, melodies. Ice Cube. Um, um, because they did his song. If you really want to vote with me, da, da, da. okay. I, when they did that song, then she came in with that same beat. So, oh, okay, okay. Uh-huh. So, okay. she's dope. Yeah, <laughs> I enjoyed her performance. Yeah, and I like when she, you know, she just. I haven't seen her style. She has, you know, other style, other hairstyles too. I think her wearing braids. Maybe she, maybe that was like her debut hairstyle or whatever was braids. So I think people, a lot of people, I know I identify her as you know the girl that wears braids. And then as far as some guys, young young thug, you know, I think young thug is to me he has the nicest, most creative. Right. Locks, lock. You know, he's got locks. Um, you know, he wears different colors and different styles. And I think when I think who has the most creative, um, guy wise, I think Young Thug. I think Future. He does a lot with his locks. They do the colors and stuff. Young yeah. Thug, young, young Thug. Young Thug. Young Thug does the colors and different things like that to his Migos. Locks. Migos always has nice uh, locks. Little Dirk's locks are growing on me. It's it's cool to be <laughs> nowadays. And then um, I saw, so lately, um, so Megan the Stallion has been chronicling her natural hair journey mm-hmm. on her Instagram. 
And, you know, she showed like this, she started this maybe two or three years back showing like what her natural hair looked like. And, you know, she kind of chronicled it as it got longer. And so she's been on this, she calls it, it's a hashtag. She made hot girl hair journey so where she kind of, you know, tries to influence uh, women to, you know, not only be natural, but take care <laughs> of the natural, especially if you, if you still tend to, you know, wear wigs or extensions and stuff to really make sure you are still taking care of your natural hair underneath. Cause I, a lot of us and I, Probably am one. <laughs> but, you know, that probably doesn't always do that. Leave your hair up for a long time. <laughs> conversation. <laughs> yes, it's definitely like I'm glad that hip hop never lost. Like we brought the wigs in, and you know the uh, what they call it, the fifty two piece, the thirty two piece, like. We brought those things in, but we never lost great. We right. never lost afros. Somebody kept it. Yeah. Like, I'm so grateful to hip-hop for not letting our culture go because on the fashion side, let me say that. Now, <laughs> yeah. on the music side, well, them tracks still be popping. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. No name. Yeah. Uh, you know, a lot, a lot of, especially, well, women, a lot of us are still, I, I am prime example. I'm still very torn between my wigs and my natural hair. And it's I want lots of point, but I'm not sure if I'm ready, if I'm there yet, because I will sort of miss my wigs. If you <sighs> what, get locked. I'm just putting it all out there. If you get locked, somebody, if you get locked, yeah. I mean, you can always fashion your locks in a way. I know, I know, I know. I hear that, but it seems just sounds like a lot to have locks under a week. That sounds like it's not comfortable. It ain't no more. (laughs) It ain't. It ain't no more. Depending on the type of locks that you get, it ain't no more than braiding your own hair up. What y'all go through with y'all. I know some of y'all just put y'all hair in a flat ponytail and pin it down. <laughs> you know, I got a hair full of hair. Can't exactly. That's out for me. That's out for me. The little ponytail. I got more. Right. Than you, that's what I'm saying. I know how much hair you have. And you have to go through a little bit of something, something to braid your hair for a week. Yeah. So with locks, you know, it's it's no different than that. Okay. Okay. But you can be versatile. The, I mean, the wigs represent hip hop as well. And and yeah. even reggae. A lot of reggae artists definitely wore wigs because there's that part, you know? Yeah. But I, honestly, I probably wouldn't miss, as long as I can wear different colors. I don't think I'll miss wigs. Maybe I won't miss wigs so much. If I can have my color, then I'll probably be, I'll be okay. They'll grow and be absolutely wonderful. <laughs> okay, so we've got to wrap up. Uh, my branch is closing soon, and I don't want them to um, lock me in. <laughs> but we are going to mention a few other topics, things that um, have happened this week. So the biggest headline this week in hip-hop is probably Gunna, who Billboard gave the number one album spot to. 
or I'm not gonna say gay. He 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 earned it, I guess. I absolutely um, like him with his new album, mm-hmm. A Gift and a Curse. So it took the number one spot this week. It's the first hip hop album of the year to get the number one spot. Oh, nice! Congratulations. He was dope. Yes, nice and congratulations. But if you <laughs> know what else has been going on with Gunna. People oh, might have mixed know. feelings about I mean, obviously, everybody's listening to it. So, you know, Young Thug is has Rico. He's incarcerated with Rico charges. Oh, okay. Okay. And so, Gunna, who is a part of what's Young Thug's clique? I think it's YSL is the name, is Young Thug's clique. Oh, I did watch a little of those trials. Yeah. So, Gunna was, Gunna was locked up too, but he got off. So, there's, you know, Basically, so he's, he, it seems that he snitched because it's it's kind of online the testimony. So yeah, it sounds like he, you know, he took the deal. He, he took the deal. So he's been getting a really bad rap. You know what I'm saying? Like he basically has lost all his rap associates. He was one of you know last year he was one of the biggest rappers. So he he he's lost pretty much all of his associates. It seems like associates or. Uh, people in the hip hop as far his, as his, not respecting him. Yes. That also both. What, what was the first thing you said? Just his direct young peer associates, like his entourage or the hip hop game. Well, yeah, probably most, probably both. Because he basically testified, if I remember correctly, on the stand that he got signed with Young Thug YSL to be an artist. And he says he didn't realize that there was, you know, illegal activity going on. That's what he said. That I'm a hot ass artist. I ain't going down for y'all. Right. And, you know, he, maybe, phone. maybe even if he did know about it, maybe he figured, you know, I'm gonna, I'm Do doing this music and I'm gonna try and to, y'all you know. Y'all thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who knows what, what really happened, but he basically, within that what testimony. Writing him off? Who? Everyone's writing him off. Everyone has wrote him off. Everyone. Didn't T.I. do the same thing to get out? I don't know. Did he? Did he? I mean, T.I. did a a pretty long bid, right? At least a couple years. I remember them giving T.I. grief about how he got out and what did he do to get out. Did he snitch? Did he join the Illuminati? Like, you know, there were these, all these different things that they were talking about, but it was like such a big deal because people felt like he shouldn't have been able well, I mean, to get he, out. Was, you, I don't know which time you're talking about. I mean, he, he got locked up twice, T.I., so. I right. Don't, it was a particular time. But I know, you know. that first, be, you know, he, had, he at least did two years the first time. So. Okay. Everybody say but, the game and the code and what they would do and what they yeah. wouldn't do. Right. That young man is talented and he say he not going to jail for y'all. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I wouldn't yeah. give, if I was his mama, if he did snitch, whatever he did, you do what you got to do, babe, because you have a life and they're probably and in sure their you know. yeah. early 20s. Right. So what we going down together? <laughs> us is going. They called us, and I'm not well, doing nothing. Nah. He definitely has proved that he didn't he, participate. Well, that you know he can make it. You know, without 
YSL without oh, you, but you know what I'm saying? I mean, I can't, you know, who knows what the next album is going to do, but you know, I'm everybody was still interested. It's it's still, you know, it's still at the end of the day, that young, young man still locked up. So, of course, everybody, whether you think he snitched or not, you were going to listen to it just to see. So, and you know, Young Thug. And you going to watch that video. Yeah, everybody's watched the video or heard the audio. But Young Thug also had an album released this week. <laughs> it took the number two spot. Okay. All last week, it was kind of, you know, they were neck and neck all last week. So, Gunna got number one. Young Thug got number two. On Billboard, it makes sense. So yeah, those you know those were the those are the two albums that everybody and actually listening to both, I my opinion, Gunner's album is better than Young Thugs. Baby, I mean both of course them, they know. have some good music, uh, track wise, music wise. I think Gunner Gunner definitely has the best music Gunna track. Gunner got Eminem on the track. Uh, is is that sound like some Eminem music? He's affiliated with Eminem on that particular video. Uh, Lemonade. Uh, no, that's not that's not gonna. Is it? No. Who was it? That's we haven't got there yet. <laughs> that's number right, three I, on my am list. Am I going too fast? Oh, okay. Never mind. My bad. Maybe wrong I sent maybe I sent it to you wrong. That might have been my fault. He used but. to feel it. It was all together. But okay, um, now I remember the difference. So, well, we we talking about okay. So, gonna yeah. I'm not going to spend my life in prison. Yeah, for y'all. Yeah, and obviously, going? you know, he's got some kind of team backing him. Some, so, somebody, you know, he, like he got picked up from jail in a Bentley or some something. I feel he's like got, he's, he's got some kind of creative you know, narrative for these two guys. Exactly. Enemies, yeah. you know, especially at this point now that Gunna got out, you know, unfortunately that's a part of hip hop culture as well. Yeah, yeah. So some other artists that had albums released this week was Coyla Ray. She she had an album. Her uh, I think it's her sophomore album. Key Glock um, had an album released this week. He's a um, you know he's a pretty good artist I think. So yeah. And those are the top, you know, albums for the week or that that released that week. But Gunna is definitely worth a, a listen. I, I really like it. I only listened to it in its entirety once, and I've listened to Young Thug maybe all maybe three times all the way through. It was released a few days before Gunna, but I can't get um, the whole verse. Yeah, without being ready. Yeah, you know, I mean, <laughs> Young Thug is definitely toxic. He got some, you know, he's definitely toxic. So now it's time for Tina's top five. That's when I mention my top five singles for the week. And like I always say, this doesn't necessarily mean these are my favorite singles. It just means that it's the five that are worth mention. But again, this week, (laughs) most of them are, I do like, I do like all of them, actually. So I'm always going, you know, this is like automatic. It's no question. This brown is always going to be number one for me. I don't even know what he said, but I love it. I know, right? I don't know. (laughs) I I heard the song like like two times all the way through. 
and yeah, it was all that. It was number one for me before I even heard it because it's the summertime and it's Chris Brown. Well, I mean, it is. But, <laughs> So the song with Chris Brown go hand in hand. Is so, that, um, what is the other song of his? The song with Young Thug that was like number one for like. Robert Tussin. What, what's the year. name of it? What song are you talking Oh, you're talking about the slow jam. Uh huh. Robert Tussin. Uh huh. Yeah, I mean, you know, Chris Brown's songs, they stay on the charts, like, for a year. <laughs> like, a year later, the song will still be on the charts. And he can adapt to it's each change that hip-hop has made from when he first came out to now. He's adaptable. So, like, it's nothing is still him. Right. Even oh, he- and, you know, go crazy? Everything you do is amazing. Uh-huh. Like that song came out in 2020, mm-hmm. and it's still getting regular radio play. <laughs> I think it like it, hit, it made a record for a single. I don't remember what the record was, but it was on the charts. Like it broke a record. This is dance music for how long it was on the charts. So yes, so number right one thing for me this week is Chris Brown's new single. It's called "Summer Too Hot." Um, my Number two, maybe I, should, uh, I probably should start it with number five. Okay, let me start from the bottom. So my number five, <laughs> my number five single for the week, Tina's top five, it's gonna, it's gonna, okay, I don't know which, I haven't picked the song yet, but it's off gonna, so that's as good as I got. <laughs> my number five is one of the songs from gonna, new album, because all the beats all the beats are like banging, so <laughs> Gunna's my number five. One of them, which one? I don't know yet. I have to let you know when I listen to it a few more times. Uh, my number four is Ice Spice and Nicki Minaj, Barbie, Barbie World. Did you listen? Did you listen to that? Dubai? I did. It was creative. Um, you know, it's signature Nicki Minaj it, with some Ice Spice song. She's always so super creative. Like, I'm not even necessarily a Nicki Minaj fan. I'm definitely not a Nicki Minaj hater. You know what I'm saying? I hate that she fell into the culture. Like, I always wonder what she would be right without the surgeries because she was still cold. Mm. Yeah. So cold, you know what I'm saying? But And what I hate about her is that she doesn't use her talent to its full potential, I feel. She doesn't. She really doesn't. She she doesn't use her little trying to stay alive with the gimmicks that she started off with. Yeah, and yeah. it works for her. Her fans love it. Yeah. Uh, I I like the video uh, because when I write songs, I envision the music. I hear the music. I envision the visuals and how I want the music video to, video to be if it has a visual to it for me. Um, and the way that she incorporates so many details and all of that. I'm not going to lie. If Ice Spice was never in the video, I would have been all right. I mean, I, I can't remember. It's not much you can say. I, I, I mean, she's hot she right did. now. That's about she all you hot? can say. She's hot. She's got maybe two songs. I mean, it's not much you can say. She's a pretty girl. Um. Oh, but I, I do, I do like, because she came out with natural hair. 
Uh-huh. I like did, her style. Did, did you see? Have you seen her natural hair? Um, no. Put Google Ice Spice natural hair. You're gonna say, oh. You know I'm a. Uh, she's got a different look, but it's know, her natural I'm a, hair. A hair, a hair person. So. so I definitely respect her for you know, um. And I think that's probably what made. Oh yeah, I have. Okay. Yeah, the yeah. short, the the fro, the uh, the curly. Yeah. Yeah. So I do respect her for that. I think that was, it was I, I different, wish and it, it, it that's what caught everybody's attention. I wish they had incorporated her hair in an animated way in that mm-hmm. video instead of slapping that glue wig on her. Yeah, like clay. Was it supposed to look like, uh, you know, how those cartoons would have, they look like Play-Doh? Uh-huh. It, it kind of gave me that stiffness. Mm-hmm. And her hair is so doggone amazing. Yeah. I would definitely love for them to animate her hair. Yeah. Yeah, that would have been nice. I hadn't thought about that. That would have been really nice. Absolutely. I can. I just hope that they don't make her, you know, fade right. that away completely. Yeah, no. As long as she comes, I, I think, you know, as long as she wears her curly fro sometimes, then I'll be okay. But I hope there wasn't just something to get us tied into her, and I hope she's not, right. you know, lace fronts from here on out like everybody else. Nah, I think a lot of these young people are really, really super excited about embracing their naturalness. It's yeah. recycled again. It's, it's, it's coming back to be cool to be natural. Right. Not to say that you can't have wigs and stuff again. Yeah. So that's what I hope. But anyway, so Ice Spice and Nicki Minaj Barbie World, that's my number four uh, single. We're doing Tina's Top Five. So number three is the video that, the song that you were talking about. Um, I know that ain't number three. That baby Wait, no, no. number one. Number three, number three is Young Thug. What's the name of the song? Uh, Money on the Dresser. Money on the Dresser. Okay, so that's my favorite song from the Young Thug album. Because I do like... So what the hell... Uh, the he Hopper Hoopers is... What is he talking about? I mean, I saw the words. <laughs> and I heard how he you said... You know, he, he talks about the best. Um, You know, flossing, money okay. on the dresser, driver compressor. What is What's, that's like some di- like, that's some classic lyrics. Is he saying that? Who says I, that? I Pimp C. Those are Pimp C lyrics. What'd you say? I just want to pay for your time. I'm trying to get an understanding of the song. Is he saying, you know, well, he's not really talking song. about much. Young Thug doesn't talk. He doesn't talk about much. <laughs> Moving along. But, no, no, no. Listen, I, hey, this is what I say. Everybody can't be deep. Everybody can't be deep. I get it. Okay. If you can if you can make me, you know, dance by my head a little bit, I appreciate that. I that's know that's the whole idea. For. That's what you're good for, and I appreciate that. I I don't, you know. You give me no judgment. relationship musically. No judgment. Okay. If I want to hear deep, I know where to go. Right. Okay. <laughs> so, Young Thug, Money on the Dresser is my number three pick single. My number two pick single is Corday and June's Day. 
first of all, my it definitely deserves applause. <laughs> you know what? I've, I've I've always had mixed feelings about Juice World up until that song. Rest in peace, rest in power, Juice World. So, who is Juice World? Juice World is no longer with us, but he was. I mean, I. You gonna you gonna have to Google him. So like, okay, I, Google. I don't know what to what to tell you about him to make him stand out. His first song I remember was scary. I remember, and I I couldn't listen to it. It okay. you know he makes a lot of references to. I mean, it's kind of like a Biggie Tupac situation. He makes a lot of references to his own death. So hey, he's no longer. You know, in the earthly realm with us. Um, And for that reason, I'd kind of stay away from his music. But I I mean, I was, I, and Corday is what really drew me to the song because Corday is really dope. Yeah. So if you you listen to Corday, his music, he has a, he has his own style and it's really dope. So I be in a bubble, so as a writer, I don't really listen to like what's out there for real because I don't want to bite. Because you know we do get stuff from things subconsciously when we listen to stuff, especially on a regular basis. Yeah, I liked everything about that uh, Doomsday video and the well, song. Well, first of all, well, let me say this: I'm not even sure when the single Doomsday came out. Uh-huh. Because I know, you, obviously, it was recorded, you know, when Juice World was here. So uh-huh. I'm not sure how old the song is, but the well, video got, is what just came out. Eminem got some influence on this, right? This totally yeah. sounds like an Eminem sound, first of all. It really does. I was an Eminem yeah. fan. I love <laughs> peanut Eminems. Like, they're my favorite. I am very familiar with Eminem sounds and this is what it gives you that kind of sound even the choice yeah. of the video and throwing up in the trash can and well I mean Eminem is in the vi- well an AI of so an AI of Eminem is in the video is that an AI it's an AI and Juice World is also an AI um, which is you know why the video is so groundbreaking lyrical lemonade is the company that did the video i i went to their website so they kind of specialize in i don't know the, the latest videography you know they do music videos they do a whole bunch of other stuff so i think as far as ai this is maybe one of the first music videos or with an ai in it with ai in it yeah so that image of Eminem is AI and Juice World because you know he's no longer here. So the Juice World is AI. But the when you see watch the video, it's a little confusing because Juice World and Corday look very they look alike. So it's almost hard to tell. I mean, you have to watch the video to maybe to understand what I'm I seeing. But I it's almost watch. hard to tell them apart in the video because they look so alike. You make me want to go back and uh, look again because I didn't even. Because the first time I was like, well, when when's Juice World going <laughs> to, where's Juice World? And then I realized, oh, that is Juice World. Like the, like, it's, I think it starts off with Corday, but then it changes into 
Juice World. It's kind of like the, you remember the Michael Jackson video, Black and White, where the faces change? Uh-huh. That's how they change in between Corday and Juice World, but they look so much alike, it's almost hard to tell them apart. I just but, I, I mean, I the graphics of it all, it's, the it's, place of just being in this one hallway with all these different things going on. Yeah. It's very, very creative and simple. Right. At the same time, right? Yeah. If you go to the Lyrical Lemonade website, they have produced a, well, I don't know if producing is even the right term, but they've done a lot of hip hop videos. They've done a lot of videos, music videos as a whole. But I think this one still might be the first AI video, but they've done a lot of videos. So they're not like new or anything. They've been around for a while. Okay, so do, 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 do. So now I can say, I can reiterate my number one single is still Chris Brown, Summer <laughs> Come back around. <laughs> yeah, no, Chris deserves to be at the top. Definitely. It's a given. Oh, okay. I can see the difference in the change. I just saw it. Yeah, it's kind of hard to like. You have to really look. Like I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. And and if you don't know these people, then you don't even. You wouldn't them. even know. You think it was oh, one guy throughout the whole video? Because I, I did. <laughs> Paying attention everything else. But definitely look up Corday. He's he's very talented, and he has his own style. He kind of I don't know if you're familiar with. Jid, I don't ever know how to pronounce his name. I don't know if it's J. I I think it's J-I-D. He's with... Um, Let me just stop you there. No. <laughs> yeah, he's with. He's in J. Cole's crew. But if just uh, Google Corday. He has a really different style. He kind of reminds me of like a little J-I-D mixed with a little Anderson Pat. I don't know why, but okay. that's my interpretation. That's the best way for me to compare it. Even though it, that's the best way for me to compare. <laughs> and he's dope, so. I mean, you know. And he's not, to- he's not toxic. I enjoyed his no. lyrics. Like, he said yeah. a lot that it wasn't mumble rap, it was murder right. rap. Right. And, you know, basically, he is killing y'all on these lyrics right now. He is. He is. He makes you want to pay attention to yeah. what he is talking about. Yeah. Like you talking Definitely. about what he said? Right. Yeah. Let me play that again. Get your strings. Okay. Yeah. This concludes. This is going to have to conclude our episode because they're going to turn the lights off on me at Branch Poke Wisdom. <laughs> Thank you for having me, friend. I really appreciate it. This, this is so much fun, right? Yes. I may have to have an I may have to have you back on this season. But I'm so thankful for my guest today, Salako Music. Any last words? Would you like to mention anything you're working on, any projects you have? You can definitely um, mention your social media. You can follow So me. people can find you, whether they want to, you know, listen to your music or if they want to book a natural hair appointment. Yeah, if you want to book a natural hair appointment, you can hit me up either on Salako Music on IG, S-A-L-A-K-O Music. All together, no space. You can find Salako Music on YouTube. All together, no space. You can find me on Facebook as well. Um, and we can exchange there as far as the hair. I'm very private about my 
location and, and all that kind of stuff for my own safe reasons as an yes. artist. But and you and and tell them what you specialize in too. I specialize in locks, braids, all extensions uh, that you see black women wearing. Um, I don't do wigs, preferably. I don't do that, but yeah, you can you can discuss all kind of stuff, all kind of braids, twists, locks, all kind of things. You know, hit me up. I'm working on some new music. I will be in the studio soon. So be looking out for that. I do have a single that's out called I Know You. I released it in the end of the year, literally the last day. And go check can, it out. Where can they find all, it? They can find it on all platforms, even platforms that you never heard of, like Jeezy Deezy and Hebba something with all the letters and stuff, but definitely on Spotify and <laughs> YouTube and Apple Music, you know. Awesome, awesome. I appreciate you thinking of me to talk about the things we talked about. And you can find me on IG. My IG is Dallas SD Angelique at Dallas SD Angelique. So this concludes our third episode (laughs) of DPL Hip Hop Heads. And as always, you can find books on natural hair, especially in the african-american uh sections of dallas public library branches I'm, i don't believe that all dpl branches have an, an african-american section but you can definitely call and ask you can find a lot of uh, natural hair books in the junior african-american section of some of your dpl branches and yes you can definitely find hip-hop music in most of the DPL branches. So you can definitely call your local branch and see what they have. So this concludes our episode. Peace and blessings. Peace and blessings, Salako. Peace and blessings. Peace and blessings, everyone. Enjoy your week. Bye.